We in. Hello. We in. On the floor. We on the floor, not in the floor. Right. We in on the floor. We are. Yeah. We're in the process of moving. They already took all our stuff out, but yeah. we still have our apartment for like two weeks. We can What's have? today? Something like the 11th? Something 10th? like that. I don't know. Yeah. We got like two weeks left. Saturday. So we're just sleeping on air mattresses. Sitting on the floor. Nice. But we have been watching some good movies. Other than High School Musical, we've been... We watched all three High School Musicals, but that's not what this episode is about. No. Maybe some other time. We'll save it. Mm-hmm. Because you finally saw them. Anyway, we watched... We watched a bunch of stuff lately, but we're doing this episode on Homecoming, the Amazon Prime original show, which seem, uh, seems like I would, I, would, I would classify it as a miniseries, right? Yes. It doesn't seem like something that's going to have another season. Do you not think so? I would disagree with you. You think it will? I mean, yeah. it could. Because I, think I don't. Uh, let me rephrase it. It doesn't need another season. Okay. How much did you know about this show going into it? That Julia Roberts was in it and produced it. I knew that too. Yeah, I knew that, and was, I knew that it was about. Uh, it, and I knew it was about to do with yeah. soldiers and them coming back yeah. from uh, deployment. That was basically all. And them transitioning, like that was the number one thing that actually turned me off about this show was yeah. the fact that it was about like soldiers like, transitioning into transition. Why would I want to watch something about what I'm going through in real life? It just seemed really lame. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes things are too relatable, you know. Okay. You know, like a like a a comedy about. Two roommates who sleep on air mattresses. Yeah, it'd be too relatable. Too much. Should be depressing. Or like Die Hard, you know? Yeah, because because we'll, like we're, we're always beating up. Hans Gruber guy. is just yeah. such a likable dude. I just I see myself. Like I that. like the dude who tries to sell everyone out to Hans MacGruber the most. You know what I'm talking about? It's not Hans MacGruber. <laughs> Say MacGruber. MacGruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber. Severus Hans Gruber Snape. Anyway. All right. So homecoming. I was, I was persuaded by my girlfriend. Shout out to Kate. Oh, hi Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In order to, to, to watch this TV Mm -hmm. show. Cause she Mm -hmm. really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, My turning point for me to like get over my little, like stupid hump of not liking it and starting accepting myself, my affinity for watching it was this is basically twilight zone. This is a very so in the, in the way that did it's you sold. In you the way learned that, that before you saw it. No, uh, during the course of watching it, okay. like probably like yeah. second or third episode in, I was like, "Oh, they are like selling this as if it's a Twilight Zone." So let me tell you, who I can give some credit to that too, because we're gonna do some deets here. Right. The dude whose name we kept laughing at because it's weird. Sam Esmail, S Esmail. Email with an S. Email with an S in it is the director of every single all uh, ten episodes. Mm-hmm. He is the creator of Mr. Robot. Okay, which, which I've never seen. I literally made a joke about Mr. Robot while we were watching it because there was that one shot where he was running He's with the hoodie. Yeah, yeah there was a guy looked like a Mr. Yeah. Robot shot. Um, I think uh, Mike uh, Bloomberg and Eli Horowitz are creditors of the creators. They don't even have pictures on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we talked about starring Julia Roberts, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> I, I want to say Bobby Cannavale. It's just he's so Italian. Yeah, that you want to do he, that. And he, yeah, he, he just looks so Italian. Uh, the name's Stephane so Italian. James. Stefan James. James. <laughs> uh, Stefan James, who is in the new movie, If Beale Street Could Talk, which you also just saw. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that he also played Jesse Owens in a movie. Sure. Yeah. Who's the Jesse one with Owens? Uh, the, the Olympian? Uh, oh, the, yeah. The Race, had, I think it's called. Yeah, it's called yeah. Race. Um, it had Jason Sudeikis in it. Yeah. Shea Wiggum? Wiggum? 
Wiggum, uh-huh. he plays the glasses boy. <laughs> His name is Tom in the show, but he just, those glasses kill me. <laughs> They're great. Uh, also, uh, Sissy Spacek was in it. Mm. But that's basically your main cast there. Yeah, okay. Matters. Uh, do, have we done enough uh, uh, prep work as far as explaining what the show is? This show is a show about a uh, company, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. like a, a privately funded but gover- government-like supported company mm-hmm. who is goal is to help soldiers coming back from overseas uh, get over PTSD. They're trying to cure PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a uh, aggressive yeah. treatment thing. And they don't and even we, really address the fact that it's specifically PTSD yeah. that they're going after. It, at first, they, they're trying to uh, they sell it as yeah. a transitional, transitional program, program, which is something that actually exists in the military, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Or the, the idea of it, the premise kind of turned me off because I was like, I've gone through Too taps. Real. I've gone through taps before. Too real Navy, for me. Which is a, a literal transition program. Yeah. Um, which, but it was like transitional program. And then it was like, this is what this show is. It's like the next step up. Yeah. You're yeah. doing very aggressive like drug treatments. And we find out halfway through it that they're actually trying to completely erase the bad memories of military and make it so they can send these soldiers back out. Mm. They're basically brainwashing them. Yeah. Instead of making them uh, better for their civilian lives, they're literally just trying to cure their PTSD in order to redistribute them out into deployment because that's the cheapest thing that the military could do is, you know, not retrain new soldiers and just keep sending the same ones back out. It's messed up. Uh Uh-huh. Now, like one thing I enjoyed about uh, this show is that like it had more of a slow reveal than it did a mm-hmm. quick one. This isn't like uh, th- there's no like Star Wars moments here where you're like, oh, Luke is my father. Yeah. Dude, that spoilers. Kind of- this isn't spoilers. Star Wars. Sorry. If you Sorry. don't know that already, though, screw you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And that was something that uh, the memory deletion mm-hmm. thing like that like sort of element in the plot you find out pretty early on because you yeah. find out that julia roberts has lost her memory who's yeah. and julia roberts is playing a counselor for this program yeah. she's what? like the head of the program mm-hmm. at the facility she has a mm-hmm. boss who she answers to but he's never there that's bobby bobby Cannavale. <laughs> um i think the show is good first like to get that i liked it i enjoyed watching yes. it um, it is pretty, it's kind of a slow burn kind of thing. It's kind of noirish almost. In yes. parts. The thing I think that I liked more than anything, more than like any performances or writing or story in general, I just think technically speaking, it's this technically show is very proficient. cool. Yes. It's very interesting the way they do it. Um, flat, they do, they kind of come across as flash forwards and they do this thing where they, they do like a narrow shot that almost looks like it was shot on mm-hmm. an iPhone in terms of the. For any uh, for anybody it? that knows uh, like uh, cinematography techniques as well as like aspect ratios, That's they have a very narrow aspect ratio. That it, if if you don't know anything about cinematography um, or video cameras or anything, like it looks like a, an iPhone camera shot that's shot vertically yeah. instead of horizontally. So there's the big black bars on either side. Yeah, and then those shots are all kind of faded color wise a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. They're not as they're not as vibrant, mm-hmm. and they play creepy music yes. twilight zone music yeah, twilight, during those scenes the 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 music and a lot of the uh the composition of the shots made me realize oh this is fucking twilight zone. Mm-hmm. um that's what they're trying to sell it as yeah uh the the 
reveal, you know, like the the big secret uh, that they were holding on to wasn't as bizarre as a majority of Twilight Zone stuff. Yeah. You know, like it seems like something that could actually happen in real life. Yeah, it's I never not... I never was like shook by any reveals. I was like, yeah, True. that it, or, or organically it makes sense for the story. That's True. kind of where it seemed like we were going. Um, and yeah, but the whole time that you're watching the show, you're seeing uh, these flashbacks right where everything's full frame and then you see this like really this really narrow aspect ratio shots which are the flash forwards or mm -hmm. whatever uh which is the present day julia roberts yeah. uh she for, is forgetting things it's four she years after the time she worked there mm -hmm. and you're hearing uh uh about how she lost her job or she left mm -hmm. it and she doesn't remember she doesn't every, remember any, see i anything. thought that was cool because at first when when in the very first episode when <sighs> when glasses boy comes and talks to her, it seems like she's just hiding something. Mm -hmm. And then the slowly reveal that she literally just has no idea what yeah, happened. Cause she keeps saying, I don't know to this. She tells him she doesn't remember people. There's this like that. detective character. Basically, he works for the DOD IGO or something. The, the DOD IG, which is the department yeah. department of defense inspector general. That. And, uh, he was a fucking really cool character. Yeah, I, like I really him. liked him. He's someone who is, he's literally your detective for this noir thriller yeah. that you're about to watch. Uh, but he's also um, someone who's represented as like the cog in the machine. Mm -hmm. um, someone who he's powerless. Is just, he's powerless in the, the face of this bureaucracy that yeah. he works for, which I thought was really interesting. And he's also like kind of useless. Kind of. Like his, his hunch is right. Right. And he's determined enough to follow it and get to the bottom of it. Right. But at the end of the day, there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah. And he's like a goober. Like he's falling down and like, yeah, the, like he's just like, there's uh there's certain things that happen in homecoming that like sort of distance itself from a, uh, a twilight zone esque uh, tone. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of like really subtle physical comedy, mm -hmm. um, like stuff where he'll like be sitting in a waiting room and the couch is yeah, like, the, too big for yeah, him, you he know? So, he's, so he has it, to yeah. like sink into it and he can't get comfortable. Like it's almost like they were constantly trying to get, across not only through dialogue and performance but through interacting with the environment that this guy is powerless right. to to fix anything that's going yeah. on yeah yeah um yeah uh it it is really good um i would say that the best thing is the technical yeah. proficiency of it aside from the writing and the performances i think they're fucking great too um but it's uh, interesting when you see people who are technically proficient enough to integrate it into um, the, it's the into the story into the story yeah right um, the shot where where Julia Roberts gets her memory back is one of the coolest shots like not just in the show but just in general like maybe like the whole year I mean I had told you that I saw it on the Twitter feed of, of for one perfect shot they put it in their like top fifty mm -hmm. shots of the year or something yeah so where the aspect ratio goes from that narrow as she remembers her past. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, she gets this uh this audio trigger. Mm -hmm. She hears a bird that used to be out used to squawk yeah. outside of her office all the time this pelican and it squawked. And as soon as it squawked, all of her memories started to come back mm -hmm. and that aspect ratio just mm -hmm. slid out. And it looked, she, it looked like a, it looks super cool. It's almost like a zoom, mm -hmm. but where she's the focus or the background is weird. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, and then they reused it again in reverse later. Yeah. Which as, cool where they brought back it wasn't as like jarring though like the first time you're like oh that's really cool mm -hmm. um yeah it, it's just a really uh 
technically interesting way in order to display someone re remembering something, which is something yeah. that is really hard to show visually. Mm -hmm. And uh, you could just, I, you could tell that their idea for the aspect ratios and fucking with that kind of stuff was directly off of that scene. Mm -hmm. I think that like they reverse engineered, they're like, okay, how are we going to make this visually captive? Yeah, how can we go beyond just Julia Roberts showing it in her performance or, or us saying something? How can uh -huh. we do it so that you are triggered just by watching? Like yeah. you could be watching Homecoming on silent yeah. and you would be like, you would have an idea of what just happened. Yeah. Um, uh, I really liked, yeah, I, I liked the, the character Shea Wiggum played as well. Tom, the detective guy. Um, I thought Julia Roberts was really good. Actually, I thought the main cast was all really good. I thought Julia Roberts, Bobby Cannavale and Stefan James. Were There's all like, do really you have good. anything bad to say about the show? Nothing bad. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, this will never be my favorite show just cause it's not my favorite type of thing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I would highly recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Uh, the... Like there's a part of me that kind of wants there to be like that that one note reveal, um, but I think that the the slow reveal and like understanding what the the what this world is comprised of mm -hmm. um, made me I don't know I feel like that's just as impressive yeah um, instead of just having like one secret and you're gonna you know hide the and they're able to like the they're time able to keep you. Even though you have a feeling of what's coming, they kind of keep you on the edge of your seat for it still. You know what I mean? With that slow reveal. Yes. You think you know what's coming, but you have to make sure. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe the only thing would be, it maybe didn't have to be 10 episodes. Maybe. True. Probably could have been eight. It could have been trimmed down. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I feel like there was like one episode where I was like kind of, like felt like it was kind of plotting a little bit. Uh, I think it was the one where... Um, was it the one where Bobby Cannavale first meets her in the flash forwards? Maybe I don't remember where he yeah. pretends to be someone else. Yeah. He, that was messed up though. Like mm -hmm. that was like, this dude's going deep. Yeah. I guess you're right about a, a second season, especially because there's so many unanswered questions. So, okay. So this is my, uh, my take on there being, cause I was, I had that same thought. Oh, one more thing about it before okay. we talk about a second season. I thought another thing that actually added to it a lot, even though we just mentioned it could be shorter it being 30 minute episodes made it super palatable True. because each episode is so kind of slow and deliberate. Yeah. Them only being 30 minutes makes it easier to watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. But yeah, season two. So Fought. season two, I had that same thought as far as like, well, like how would they even have a, uh, a season two to this show? Mm -hmm. um, I think that the, that they didn't go into the Geist industry yeah. at all so geist was like the company that was uh funding the, everything well that was um being contracted by the government in order to conduct this program yeah um and at the end of the show they sort of take bon bobby Cannavale's character out of it he gets punished and his assistant basically like yeah that was kind of weird it was kind of strange right i was like, like, like a reception i was like yo that's how you promote yeah what kind of company is this yeah um <laughs> But uh, I thought it was like that scene was happening and I was like, is she geist? But I don't think that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like maybe like, oh, she was, the she's boss been the like undercover time. the yeah, whole time. That would and be kind of like, weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically she gets promoted and fires Bobby kind of valet and, mm -hmm. and, and they use him as a scapegoat scapegoat. Yeah. And uh, as a, a rogue employee mm -hmm. that uh, did this program without their knowledge. Um, but 
has, I don't know if you watch, there's a, like an end credit sequence after it. And I only saw a little bit of it. Oh, I don't think but it's I, literally just, I think I missed it. it. But it's literally just her st- like at that desk. Her meaning Julia Roberts or no, 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 no. the receptionist? The, yeah. The, okay. the receptionist that basically fires. Oh, I Bobby missed Kevin that. Valley. Okay. Uh, as I was like coming the back out, I, like I saw this screen mm. and it was fucking. Well, because that's another thing they do. As the credits play, they keep playing a scene. They let a scene linger. Yeah. Over the credits. Th- yeah, there's like it, it. It's they almost make you sit in whatever emotion they just tried to get out. And of it's you. all and it's always kind of awkward. Yeah. I don't know if it, th- yeah. there's like an awkward humor to it. Uh, I think like the, the best one was the one where Julia Roberts was breaking down. Uh, that was like the most. That was the one where I like wanted to sit and watch the yeah. whole thing because she was just. Emotive. going in yeah. yeah um but uh, yeah it's not always emotional no. like like the, there's a uh, one shot that they use uh, of just the pelican on her yeah. desk yeah it's just, just like and it's a just really, standing there it's, it's just a silly shot yeah and they do that for the entire end credit sequence um but yeah i think that they can go more into geist and yeah what for sure geist they could. is trying to do i, I almost are they wonder going to because i don't like are they going to completely dismantle this program did they really i don't know if they already did or they moved if anything they moved because mm-hmm. it seems like geist is that that giant building mm-hmm. and then homecoming was just a subsidiary kind of deal well uh the the one character's mom walter cruz's mom mm-hmm. uh talked about how geist was basically like they're they, they do ma- a bunch of stuff they have like soap and, and yeah they make shampoos yeah. uh stuff like that um yeah, I would want to go more into did, that. Are they going like to? Did you like her character? It's weird because like she seems like the one character that like always knew that something was like yeah. she knew she, she knew, knew something was wrong. Yeah, but in the context of the story, like how the fuck did she know? That yeah, she just is wrong? a very untrusting person. It seems like. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like you were asking earlier about weak points. I think maybe. That character might have been the weakest. I don't. I didn't dislike it or anything, mm-hmm. but just maybe the weakest. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, uh... I wish she had a little bit more reason as to why mm-hmm. she distrusted. Everybody. I wish she was a little more likable. Yeah, she just never. There was never a scene with her where we established like any sort of uh, like genuine quality from her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything was always her just being yeah. suspicious or being upset. Yeah. Even the first time we ever meet her on the Skype call. She's like getting mad at her son for not coming home. Yeah. And it's like, he's going through a program to help with PTSD. Why would you be mad about that as a mother? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. If you could take like a, just a smidge of Stefan James charisma Dude. and put it. Stefan James is super like, we haven't talked about him enough. No, I was, uh, yeah, I wanted to bring him up. He is just like, he could be, it's just scenes where he's having a conversation mm-hmm. and he's so likable. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, it's a it's a really good quality to have. It's almost like uh, Sam Rockwell kind of, mm-hmm. where like in any normal, just just talking, and he just comes across as so genuine, yeah. and likable. Well, and it's like uh, there was a pseudo, I mean, like romantic element yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, between for sure Julia Roberts and Walter I would say Cruz. more than pseudo. It was, it was not physical. <laughs> There was yeah, there was no there was no manifestation. They never of this acted romance. on their feelings. Yeah, yeah, like there was yeah, there was no physical manifestation of this mm-hmm. romance, but it was for sure there. Yeah, they were talking sure. about going on a road trip and, yep. and they were constantly moving flirting to a with tiny each other. town in Northern California. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it it's something that could be 
really hard to pull off, mm-hmm. which I felt like Stefan James and the, and as well as the writing director, yeah. um, was able to do because Julia Roberts is so much older yeah. than Stefan James. Um, but yeah, that dude's going to blow up. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, yeah. He was just in Bill street, which me and Kay saw mm-hmm. last night too. Um, thumbs up. It's really good. Really good. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see more. Of, I don't know what he, well, I can look and see if he's got anything coming up. Stefan James. Stefan James. Oh, he's in Selma too. Mm, something called American Dinner and something called 17 Bridges. So he's got stuff coming. That's okay. cool. Uh, yeah, he's really likable. Uh, Julie Roberts was awesome. Yeah. I feel like you could tell through her performance that this was a project she really cared about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And well, and she was also like, she was like an executive producer on. And she it. wasn't just featured in it as an actress. Like yeah, she was, she was you the can, lead. Well, she was the, she was the lead, uh, but she was also involved uh, produ- production yeah. wise. Um, and you can always like tell uh, when people are that involved, invested in, yeah. in, in production. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think that's pretty much covers it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say. About yeah. It. Yeah. Cool. So Homecoming on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's real good. This has been <laughs> the Chris and Kyle Show. He's Chris. I'm Kyle. Find him, chrismichaelstott.com for his website. Check out his scripts, uh, chrismichaelstott on Instagram. I am davinwell25. Twitter and Instagram, the show, The Chris and Kyle Show on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcasting things. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Pod on Twitter. No poll this month because in two weeks we'll have our Oscar episode. But first, next week will be True Detective Season 1. Mm-hmm. Part 1 of a three-part series of us checking out True Detective in honor of Season 3 airing sometime right now. I think it might have started already. Mahershala. <clears throat> it's my sign out. I'm going to start doing that every episode. Yeah. I'm going to say we out. And I'm going to say Mahershala. I really hope you don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. I pray to God that, that you would do be not. Uh, yeah. So come back for that. It's going to be cool. Uh, I think... We out. We out. Stay weird.